Welcome to the Alchemy of Business Show with your host, Steve Rogers. The Alchemy of Business Show is a podcast that mixes practical, actionable business solutions with soulful insights for anyone seeking deeper meaning in their lives and greater success in their work. Steve will be featuring purpose-driven leaders from all walks of life and getting insight into their journeys from failures to triumphs. So tune in to transition, transform, and evolve in every dimension of your business and life. And now your host of the Alchemy of Business show, Steve Rogers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Alchemy of Business show. So appreciate you being on, whether you're listening in on an audio somewhere and podcast, driving your car, or just in your headset on your in your office, or maybe you're watching this on a video somewhere, but thank you for being on the show. We have an amazing show for you today that I know you're going to get absolute value from. And we're always here talking about people and businesses that can make wiser decisions, find greater profits, and have higher purpose. And today, Mr. Brandon Barnum, who you're going to meet in a minute, has that down to the T. He knows it inside and out. Uh, Brandon is someone I've known for years now, and not only do I consider him an associate, but I really consider him a friend. His heart is big, and his giving is wonderful, and his grace is uh, second to none in a way that his business is all built around referrals, referrals of connecting people together. Uh, he's often known as the king of referrals. He's an award-winning serial entrepreneur, which means he's done multiple businesses with multiple people. He's a coach. He's a consultant. He's a speaker. I've seen him speak. He's pretty awesome. He's a trainer, a workshop leader. He's also the CEO and of this organization called HOA.com, which is the Homeowners Association, which helps, uh, it's a referral network for all different associations on a national level, working with businesses in the real estate space. And he's the chairman of the board of the Champions Institute. Uh, and he's also done a lot more, but let's find out directly from that from Brandon. He's also got a new book out uh, that I'm gonna have him tell you about. Uh, so let's jump right into that and have Mr. Brandon Barnum on the show. Welcome, Mr. Brandon. Oh, thank you, Steve. Pleasure to be here with you, sir. Good to see you. So on that intro, as I'm uh, rolling that out for you, uh, what did I miss? Uh, and uh, what are you most proud of on that run so far? You're just getting started uh, on a lot of things, but tell me what I missed and what you're most proud of to date on some of those things you've done. Yeah, the, you didn't miss anything, Steve. You got all the highlights and all the key points. So thank you for the introduction. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I think what I'm most proud of and what I'm really most passionate about and committed to is inspiring business owners to become charity champions. You'll read about it in the Raving Referrals book. It's one of the 21 co-marketing campaigns that we teach. But that's really my passion. My joy is to inspire others to do more, to embrace charities or causes within their business to make sure that they're sharing that with their communities and just inspiring others to lead bigger lives and make a bigger difference. So charity champions. So that phrase charity champions, I know you've been doing that yourself for a long time. You have a lot of things that you do not only in time and money and give to, but when did you come up with that idea of really speaking that truth about getting people to, because many businesses, whether you're on the HOA space, you've done a lot of stuff in tech companies, People want profit. People want money. People want to make money and they want to make more money. So how are you getting people to get into that do good, uh, give back to the community conversation? And why are you making it such a mainstream of your headline or what you do? 
I'm making it such a, an important point because that's what it is for me, right? Like I recognize that at the end of my life, my success is not going to be measured by the number of dollars that I generated, but by the impact that I made on this planet. And so since 2004, I've been on a mission to inspire, uplift, and empower every person on the planet. That's my personal scoreboard that I'm working with. And so in order to do that, I have to inspire others to get in the game, to do more for others. And so it's just a personal mission. How I got into that, quite frankly, is I was running a mortgage company. And back in 2003, I had somebody that invited me to a corporate industry event for a charity called Northwest Medical Teams. Oh, and I wow. came to a lunch and learn. And I heard this doctor that just come back from Africa. And he was telling this story about working 16 hour days, providing free medical care for everyone in a village. And no matter how many families they served at the end of every day, he'd always have a mother carrying a baby or a child following the van as they were trying to pull away saying, what about my child? And when oh, I heard wow. the story, it just broke my heart. And I said, I've got to do something to make a difference. And so I started volunteering with that organization and found Fast forward, um, I was able, I was invited to find the feature keynote speaker for their big lunch and learn and their big number one uh, fundraising event of the year. And I, through a connection, through a raving referral, was able to get Mark Victor Hansen, the author of Chicken Soup for a Soul, to come oh, yeah, and speak. Mark, yeah. And we raised enough money to, to donate 1.2 medical, uh, 1.2 million dollars in medical supplies in just that day. And wow. just that day. Wow. Just that one day. Well, isn't it amazing how that act of goodness and one of the things I talk about in the one of the books I just wrote was uh, the, the act of goodness and the Iggy principles, inviting good in or inviting God in. So in that act where you were inspired by this person who said, hey, this woman running with her baby, you had right. no idea that it was going to lead <laughs> all those other things. Right. You just wanted to do an act of goodness. So how surprised were you that that act of goodness helping someone else led to all these things, not only being the keynote, but then connecting again with Mark Victor Hansen and then making this, this, I mean, you probably didn't think I'm going to help and that's going to lead to 1.2 million or even speaking or with Mark Victor. So how do you see that uh, for your own path? How do those things happen? How does those serendipitous things happen uh, in all the stuff you continue to do? And what was the other outcomes from that experience? Wow. Great question. So number one, I invite God in every day. For me, I, I practice that spiritual connection. I spend probably four to six hours a day listening to praise and worship music. That's just how I connect to source. And I'm constantly taking time to ask what his plan is for me in my life. And what I see unfold in my life is that when I say yes and follow not my plan, but his plan and path, that amazing things happen. And just like saying yes to that event, I started out just saying, sure, I'd be happy to volunteer. I'd be happy to spread the word to some other business owners. And what came from that is we did some incredible events. We created a pumpkin shoot event, if you can envision this. We had these Roman catapults that were flinging pumpkins a thousand yards through the air, uh, knocking down this wall of need, these 55-gallon drums. And, and we did it as a, a means of raising awareness, but most importantly, raising funds for the charity. So things like that experiences I never would have had. And then it's led me around the world. I was uh, blessed enough to work with the, the Soul of Africa campaign and the Mind Seeker Foundation and went over to Africa helping raise money and awareness to end landmines. So, so many amazing things happen wow. 
just being in the journey. Yeah. Well, I love that you're being in the journey and I love that you open yourself up to source. I mean, you know, this day and age and technology and social media, and we all sometimes get caught up in our lives and materialism and getting stuff. Sometimes we, we, we forget to connect so deeply with source. And that's mm -hmm. part of what I like to talk about in the alchemy of business or even in the Iggy principles. How does each person do that connecting? It's almost like, you know, we know if we don't have a good Wi-Fi signal on our phone, we only got one bar versus four, or we don't have a good internet connection. It can really mess up our life or business. And for you and I, who really understand the invisible connection to that ultimate Wi-Fi, which right. is source and whatever people call that, whether they call that God, energy, Yahweh, Krishna, Mother Nature, whatever it is, tapping into that, I also have found that that leads you to places when you say, use me as a servant instrument to do good, or I, I will say yes, like you say, I will say yes. It is amazing what that leads you to. Uh, and, you know, it, it's it's. Saying yes sometimes can be scary, too, because we wonder what we're saying yes to. And then that fear can pop up because it's so big. I mean, yeah. going to Africa or doing those things. So when you say yes yeah. and you've tapped into source and you know you're connected and then when human fear comes up, how do you although how do you then keep going through that and keep saying yes and, and, and acting and doing? Well, I try and focus on avoiding fear at all costs. So I really don't experience that much in my life because honestly, when you're when you're connected to source, there is nothing to fear, right? And so that's the key is staying connected as close as possible. Um, but let's pause there again. So you said when you're connected to source, there is nothing to fear. That's right. So everybody hear what that is. So when you're connected to source, there's nothing to fear. I think that's a phenomenal quote. We're going to get that at the bottom of the show notes somewhere in this podcast show. But it's so true. Isn't that I mean, because and, and tell me why that is. I, I want you to keep going with your story. But let's pause on that for a minute. When you're connected to source, there is no fear. Fill in the blank as to why. You can't be in faith and fear at the same time. It's up to you to choose. Are you going to stay in faith that you're doing what you're supposed to be? You're being who you are supposed to be. We all know it's about be, do, have, right? So it all starts with our being and what our thinking is. If you want to achieve great results in your business or your personal life, it all starts here. What are you focused on? What are you grateful for? So if you're in faith, knowing that you're on the right path, you're doing what you're supposed to, and more importantly, you're being who you are supposed to be. You're guarding not only every word coming out of your lips, but every thought coming through your brain. Then you live in faith and fear disappears. I love that. I love that. And I know we're coming up to our, our segment here. We have to pause. We're coming back for sure. But I think Ken, my, uh, my producer show host here is going to help me do something in a minute. But Ken, I'm going to keep going with Brandon, until you tell me to stop. So uh, I'm going to keep on a roll with him. So in that in, in that not having the fear issue and all the stuff you just said, I love that. And the B do have, I want to come back on that in the second segment. Um, let's carry some of that thought and conversation a little bit further when we come back on the next segment. But also let's then, how did that happen in business and then charity? Because it's interesting that charitable foundation work is sometimes you know very similar. Charity has to raise profits or raise funds to do those things. And you help do those things for people in businesses as well, right? So they're they're very parallel things. And sometimes people make them separate. But how can they be one and the same in certain efforts, actions, and results? So I think, you know, tying that together, the, 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 the courageous, or excuse me, the, the charity thing and the contribution of service is, is really key. So um, I'm really intrigued to find out how you have been doing that yourself in the businesses you've been involved in and how you're advising others to do that. So 
Uh, I think we're going to wrap up this segment and pause for just a minute. And then uh, everybody will be coming back. Please stay tuned. We're going to be talking to Brandon about how do you stay connected in source and faith, but also how do you make money in doing that? Because you got to have money to build businesses and to make them profitable. And obviously, if he can help people raise $1.2 million in a day with Mark Victor Hansen of Chicken Soup for the Soul, he obviously has some other golden nugget for us uh, that we should be listening to to help adapt some of these things into our business. So stay tuned. We're going to be coming right back. All right, everybody, welcome back. And thank you again for being part of the Alchemy of Business show. We were picking up here with Mr. Brandon Barnum, who has a book out we're going to talk about in a minute with uh, Raving Referrals. But before we get back to the Raving Referrals book, we were having a very interesting and deep conversation about life and faith and source, and that he's not in fear when he's connected to what he is bold enough to call God and power of God. And so we were talking about in that source and when you're asking for what do you need me to do and how do I show up in my life, he was giving us some really awesome stories about his charitable work, foundations he's helped, but also in raising money. So Brandon, I want to come back and talk about on this segment, you were talking earlier about being, doing, and having. And as human beings, we all have those things. I want to be somebody. I want to do something. I want to have something, right? And you really do a great job in some of the workshops you do. But let's talk about the prior segment of adapting that over into business. Like, how do you help other businesses raise? I know you've sold your own business for quite a big, big numbers before. You've helped people raise capital. So let's talk about this. How do you do well? How do you do good? How do you be a champion for charity? And how does that then we're going to lead into referral? How are you the referral king? How, how does that? Uh, <laughs> sure. And I think the first conversations probably make that pretty obvious. When you have a heart of giving like you do, it's probably easy to get people to want to one-on-one uh, -on -one refer back, but let's come back around to that conversation and talk about how these things we talked about in the first segment can help people in their actual day-to-day -day business as well in the act of making money. Yeah, well, when you do good, you make money, you do well, right? So when it comes to being a charity champion, the reality is that the studies have shown 93% of consumers wanna know what your brand is doing to make the world a better place, okay? So when you can tie yourself to a charity or church, a cause, whatever it is that you're most passionate about, and quite frankly, it should align to your business. In other words, if you're in the real estate world, you might wanna partner with Habitat for Humanity or a charity that is doing work that's related to your industry so that your customers, clients, patients, or guests understand the connection, right? So that it makes sense. But then integrate that into all that you're doing, your communication with your community, your tribe, your clients. You want to share with them and give them opportunities to get engaged and get involved. We just launched uh, last week was Veterans Day. And so we had a virtual salute campaign that we created at HOA.com. And that was a, a means of just paying respect. It wasn't necessarily about generating dollars as much as just helping the veterans that have defended and granted us our freedoms the respect and honor that they deserve. So that's just one example, but you can raise money in the book. There's a ton of different examples. You can raise money. You can bring your team out to volunteer. You can invite your clients out 
to impact events that you host, whether that's in a local community or at a food bank, for example, or a dog shelter, whatever it is that you're passionate about, find something that you can wrap your company around. And what it does is it gets all of your employees, your team, your staff excited, and then you start to spread that goodwill and people want to do business with you because they know you're making a difference in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to come back to HOA.com. But before that, let's talk about the previous company on the referral company that you sold. So tell everybody about what you did for many years on this very topic of I met you. Um, I'm trying to remember how I, I actually met you from whom, but then I spoke at one of your conferences. We stayed in touch, but you were teaching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that week at a conference. Uh, and you were with another company at that point that you owned and had sold. So talk to me about how you built that company. It sounds like on this very premise, you then sold that and had an exit and you're off doing other entrepreneurial things. But tell us about how, that company. And then I yep. want to get into HOA.com as well. Sounds good. Well, it all ties in. So uh, first of all, early in my career, I spent 12 years in the mortgage business. So that's how I learned the art and science of raving referrals. Fast forward after 2008 and the big short, I knew that wasn't the business I wanted to be in, but I had created some websites and wanted to be back in tech. And so that's what I did. And so I really focused over the last 10 years on building technology to support people in creating referral partnerships and engaging and nurturing their clients and community to get more referrals. I started a company called Trusted Team, where every single member had the profile on the left-hand side was all about them, and the right side was their trusted team. When I was in the mortgage business, that'd be the realtors, insurance agents, financial planners, painters, plumbers, HVAC pro uh, professionals. So partnering with all of the pros who also serve the same ideal client. I was approached by a CEO of another tech company that was working on the engagement piece, and we decided to combine our two companies. And so in 2014, we merged our companies and we created refer.com. We built up refer.com over the, the next five years into the world's largest referral network. We had over 5 million professionals, including 250,000 realtors that were part of our platform. And we really helped them build their referral business, which is how I was able to be in the lab and, and learn so much about this space. And then we exited in 2019 and I was sitting on the sidelines for a bit. I did a contract gig as a uh, founding CEO for Codebreaker Technologies. And then last year during the pandemic, I was able to acquire HOA.com as a domain. We had started this business as thehomeowneralliance.com with the purpose of connecting homeowners to professionals they can trust. And now with the domain, I knew it was time to go from chairman of the board to CEO, which I did about a year ago. So we're super excited. We're building the number one referral network for professionals who serve homeowners. And each and every month, we we have community impact events where we create turnkey campaigns and programs that our pros can use to impact and empower their communities and clients. That's awesome. Well, and I, that was the other uh, thing that you and I connected when you did all that path was also uh, connecting with Bank and the Code Technology Group. And I know you're instrumental in that. I actually just spoke to the two ladies uh, yesterday, the other day, Esther and Sherry, who are ahead of that. They're going to be on the show in about a month. But they're doing Wonderful. some amazing things. So stay tuned on that for the, the audience listening on personality assessments. Many of you have heard of DISC and that kind of stuff. They have it uh, done in a more even current hip cool way that you can do via an app and identifying people's personality styles. And Brandon is, is key on already understanding that it being in the tech space. 
Brandon, you've helped people to un understand how to merge tech, how to merge charitable contribution, how to merge doing well by doing good, but also how to run profitable businesses. So one of the things with Alchemy Advisors, as much as I love to talk about spirit and I love to talk about purpose and passion and Iggy uh, and Iggy moments for everyone, it is key to what I do. I also know um, whether it doesn't matter what political affiliation you are or where you are in the world, people do want to know how to have their businesses be more profitable, more productive and more on purpose. And when you were running this refer.com company and your current company, what, what, what did you see as the most common elements that either entrepreneurs or business owners had that allowed them to sustain the breakthrough of being a business that not only survived, but thrived? Uh, what are some of the key elements you saw that they did or do? I know you've already maybe spoken about some of them. So maybe if we could break those down, though, in key components, if someone's listening right now and they're trying to have a breakthrough or they're trying to go to the next level, what did you see those people excelling at the most or the most successful? Yeah. So in the SMB space where I play, most of the clients and, and professionals that I serve are individuals, right? Maybe they're running a company, a landscaping business or a, an electrician company, and they've got a few employees. But a lot of these guys are individuals, right? It's chucking a truck or standing a van that are out there building their businesses. And what I found is after serving millions of people and helping them grow their referral business is the most successful have partnerships. And so what I'm totally passionate about is helping people create referral partners for their company, right? And that is a strategic alliance if you're in the B2B world. But the reality is that of the thousands of pros that we interviewed, only 2% have 10 or more referral partners. We had 28% that have zero, which means they're out there like a lone wolf or a lone ranger building right, their I'm business by themselves. Yeah. Wow. Right. But the people that are crushing it have strategic alliances in place. They've they've aligned their business with other companies or professionals who are serving the same ideal clients each and every day. And rather than building their businesses by themselves, they're doing it as a team. And that's the biggest impact that I've seen out there. Well, we have one more segment we're going to come back on. We have to wrap up this one. But let's come back and dig on that, because I, that, I, I know when I was building real estate companies, uh, back for many, many years, real estate was our main thing, selling houses, but we had to have referral partners in title, escrow, mortgage, home warranty, and all those things actually led to more profit in the business, sometimes in the business did. And I know within the new thing you're doing in HOA.com, that's key in that market, but it's in any business, whether you're making sandwiches, you're making shoes, you're an online tech entrepreneur, all the stuff you just said about these affiliate partners are key. And you have some processes and systems that help people not only vet those out, but how to make them sustainable and profitable and long-term from what I understand from knowing you and from your book and some of these things you have advice on, whether it's the best referral partner, who's the, the, the biggest referral and who, where the fail and successes can be and what types of events do you have that even can attract that. So we're going to come back and cover some of these questions. All right, everybody. So if you're looking to uh, stay tuned here to find out more about creating raving referral partners, uh, and to create more profitable businesses that are more abundant coming into 2022 and to scale your business and to do better in the world. Uh, I hope you will join us back in for the next segment. We will be back in just a minute and it will be well worth your time. Thanks for joining and we'll be back in just a few minutes.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Alchemy of Business. I've been talking with Brandon Barnon here about life, faith, profit, money, referrals, and I've been promising you we're going to get to his book, and I'm going to start out with that right now. So, Brandon, you have a new book that's going to that has just come out. Uh, I'm going to have a, a screenshot pop up of that. Here it is: Raving Referrals, the proven step-by-step -step system to attract profitable prospects. Uh, and from what I know about that with you and long-term client relationships. So let's talk about how this book came about. And if someone was going to get this book, um, beyond the subtitle I just read, what are the key things you're hoping people take away from it? So tell me how it came about and what are people going to get from it? Yeah, well, it, it came about because I recognized that most of the pros that we serve at HOA.com have no clue how to build their business by referral, right? In fact, over 90% of the people that I've surveyed over the years have no formal referral system at all in their business. And so what we did, and really I spent months writing this book and taking all of the, the best practice that I've learned in closing over $500 million in transactions by referral. And we built it into this book to really empower and equip people. As far as what they'll learn, number one, they're going to learn where their gaps are. And so if you are, if your business runs on referrals, go to referralscorequiz.com and take just two minutes and take the referral score quiz. When you do that, it's going to tell you the 10 best practices when it comes to referrals. And you're going to see exactly where you stand, where you're strong and where you're weak. And that's going to help you identify some of those areas where you can focus and improve and create massive results quickly. But we've been talking about referral partnerships. That is the number one strategy of all. There's, there's two major takeaways. Number one, everybody should be building their business in partnership with others. And we talk about that at length in the book. And it's not just about creating a partnership and agreeing to be partners, but taking action. In the book, we outline 21 co-marketing campaigns, 21 typically free ways that you can be promoting your partners and doing more business together. So really great strategies that you can implement easily, affordably, and generate results quickly. The other thing that is just huge is that most people are uncomfortable asking for referrals. So what we do is we teach them a three-step strategy. Number one, you need to set the stage. Number two, you need to listen for the referral triggers. And then number three, as Mark Victor Hansen taught me, you ASK to GET. So those are the two most important ways that people can dramatically increase their referrals quickly. And in most cases, it doesn't cost them a dime. I love that. Well, you have these step by step. So remind me again of the website uh, link to get the uh, quiz. What, what is that again? Uh, referralscorequiz.com. Or if you go to ravingreferrals.com, you'll see the quiz at the top and you can just take that. It'll take you less than two minutes to complete. And it really will give you some great insights into where the gaps are in your referral business. What are some of the key gaps you've seen when people are taking these quizzes? Do you have any like do you see some that are pretty glaring that are fairly common? <laughs> I do. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me tell you my biggest fail personally when it came to referrals, because this is one of the top 10. And I didn't even understand that this was a gap for me until I 
completely failed miserably. I, I had a mortgage company. I had three different branches, 30 loan officers working for me, and I had some amazing clients. And one day I had this past client. He was a VP for Intel. And he called me up and he said, hey, Brandon, I'm just calling to check in on how things went with my buddy Jim that I referred you a couple months ago. And I went, Oh, that's awesome. Jim's great. I love him. Thanks so much for the referral. And we just closed on his refinance last week. And then there was this silence. <laughs> and, and he said, do you mind if I give you a piece of advice? I said, sure. I, I love that, John. And he said, two things. Number one, when somebody gives you a referral, it's a really good idea to thank them. And I just felt like the biggest idiot. I'm like, duh, of course, right? Number two, when somebody gives you a referral, it's a really good idea to keep the people updated, to let the person know that gave you the referral, how's it going? And that was such a fail on my part. But the good news is when you learn those lessons, you're able to advance and evolve, right? And so immediately I took action. We created referral thank you cards throughout the company. And I'd had all my loan officers sending out thank you cards as soon as they got a referral from anyone. So those are two of the top 10, right? Number one, thanking people. And number two, updating people that give you referrals. Just investing in the relationship shows you care and it shows you're a true professional. And when you reward them for referrals, even if it's just public praise or a shout out or even a thank you card, they don't forget easily. They remember and then they generate raving referrals for years to come. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I and I so agree with him that I think of the times that I had my gaps over the years, and I continue. You know, we all have gaps. We think we're on a roll, and then we're like, oh, we get a brick upside the head. But those <laughs> reminders of just doing well and doing good and keeping people informed is so awesome as well. I I, I managed in the real estate space. I know you were in the mortgage space, yeah. but uh, you know, at our peak, we were doing thirty thousand transactions a year at Prudential in one of the years, wow. and then title escrow mortgage. And there were many real estate agents that would come up to me and have a similar story uh, that you just had about, oh, you won't believe it. This lady, I just saw her at the grocery store or I saw them at a picnic or wherever. And they just bought a $2 million house. Uh, and I hadn't, I had sold them a house a year ago and I had not stayed in touch with them or so-and-so yeah. had referred to me to them along and they never followed up. So I think your key about thanking people for the re referral and then getting them in a communication process not only for the communication of the person you're taking to, but then in a database afterwards That's of right. following up, whether it's in social media or emails or text messages or birthday messages or anniversary messages, such a key thing to do on, because that connection you have, a lot of times they are coming to you originally from referral, from sometimes doing good in the world. Like if you had a charity event, if you were having a thing, throw pumpkins across the, the yard and their kids loved it and they remembered you and then you sent them something of business related items. So there is a way that the, the, these touch points um, of staying in contact are key. And to this day, yeah. most of the business that I get is still referral business versus online tech business or e-lead generation. You know, I'm working on increasing that, but uh, you know, that is where my bread and butter has been made for many years. And, and, it's, and it's some of the business I enjoy doing the most. Because how many times have you found, Brandon, that the referral is a like-minded slash like connected person. So why don't you talk about what's different from, you're also a technologist, you're in the tech space, yeah. sometimes can be kind of cold traffic, if you would. So tell me, even though I know you also need both, tell me what you have found the differences are from direct referral to slash internet referral or internet lead. 
Yeah, well, first and foremost, let me just give you the results, not from my own studies, but what Reuters had come up with and some other research organizations. Number one, when somebody is referred to you, they're 400% more likely to do business with you. Okay. So if they just come off of the internet, for example, not real likely, you're wasting your time. I say lead is a four letter word. I don't want to talk to a lead myself. I only work on personal introductions because then somebody has been at least been vetted by somebody that I know, like, and trust. Uh, Some of the other stats is that 90% of people trust recommendations from people that they know. So when you get referred, the other person that you're meeting with already has a higher level of trust and listening of you from the get-go. 84%, you're going to love this, Steve, 84% of B2B transactions start with a referral. So if you're in the B2B world and you're not working by referral, man, you are pushing a boulder uphill. That is not the place to be. And then I'll give you one last stat, which is referred clients are 16% more profitable. So what the research shows is that when somebody is referred to you, they're a more profitable client. Number one, your conversion rate is higher. Number two, they buy more. Number three, they stay longer. And number four, they refer others more often. So Steve, my question to you is, when you were doing 30,000 transactions per year, any idea what percentage of that business came through referral? Yeah, well, we tracked it in different ways through our agents. And so we we had ways to track it. And it was at that time we were doing around 16 to 18% of referrals that we could attract from repeat referrals. The problem was all of our agents, we had 5,000 at our peak, were independent contractors. Right. So the problem was trying to get their data as to where the source came from. I believe had we gotten all the data properly, it actually would have been a little bit higher than that. Um, But in some of the individual businesses that we were tracking of some of our top producers who track their own business, some of them were as high as 50 and 60% of their business came directly from referrals. And it was a targeted business plan that they had every year. Not only did they look at social media and email marketing and postcards and flyers, but they programmed in what percentage of business they were going to have in transactions from referrals. And they made a conscious intention on how they was going to make that happen. So let's talk more about that in the next segment. We have to finish up this segment, but those numbers you throw around 400%, 90%, 84%, these are all staggering numbers that are not your numbers. As you said, they're third-party researched. And the number, who would not want to be 16% more profitable on a client that you have on individual transactions right now? So if any of you listening want to be higher on conversion, higher on more profit, and higher on working with more people that you like, and you enjoy working with, uh, let's have you stay tuned and come back and listen more to Brandon Barnum. And on our very last segment, we're not just going to continue to talk about the business side of it and the money purpose, but when we have profitable businesses, Brandon and I have talked about this numerous times, it's abundance. What's the difference between profit and abundance? And how can that even be more rewarding for in your life? So stay tuned. We will be back in just a few minutes. Okay, everyone, and welcome back to the Alchemy of Business. We are focused on wiser decisions, greater profits, and higher purpose. And no better person to have on to talk about that than Mr. Brandon Barnum. So, Brandon, we were talking about these amazing stats before you jumped on about the power of referrals and how they can help people not only have higher conversion, 
have higher profits, have higher engagement with the long-term client relationships. But let's talk about, since you, I, I'm always intrigued by that because you have this big heart referral, raving referral passion about that you do. And you're also a technologist, meaning that you have learned to understand tech. And you were saying on the last segment, which I count, found kind of segment that you look at leads, at the, the, the word lead is a four letter word. And I know you meant that a little tongue in cheek, but also serious. So how in your mind, as we were talking about in the first segment, do you um, congruently in your daily life merge? I know we were talking about the power of faith and your power of God in business and making money. And let's talk about that in a similar concept of connecting technology and the current day, everything's about leads and social media. And then this old fashioned way of you were talking about sending someone a note or referrals or thank yous. So how as a technologist, an entrepreneur, a business owner and a king of referrals, how do you merge those into one ecosystem within your businesses? Yeah, it's huge. And you've got to have systems in place. You know, you want the right combination of high tech meets high touch in your business, especially if you're a service business, it's all about high touch. People need to feel like they know you and that you know them, right? Like that's what's most important is that people feel like you know them, you get them and that's where they feel connected. Now you need the high tech in order to spread the word, to keep yourself top of mind. So a lot of your listeners here are experts in their field, but they really haven't done much to display their expertise online. And so I love that you're doing this with your books and your podcast and your speaking and your training, because that elevates your status. And that's one of the things that we teach and train in the raving referral system. But just like you were talking about uh, in the last segment, it's all about creating clients for life or what I call lifetime clients. And and part of the way that you do that is you've got to make sure that you're engaging your community on a consistent basis. So whether you're managing your social media yourself or you've got an outsourced virtual assistant or company that is managing that for you, that's a must these days. You've got to be on social. You've got to stay relevant. But one of the other strategies that's not as high tech, more high touch is events. I see a lot of businesses that don't utilize events for the power that they should. You know, tonight here in Scottsdale, we're having a, a networking event. We do this once a month for HOA.com. And what we do is we connect people that should be collaborating. So we make introductions. We have referral partner managers that literally will connect to business owners that should be doing business. And without that connection, they don't necessarily come together. That's one of the things that I love about not only the technology, but more so the people part of this business. When you connect two people that didn't know each other, but for you, you create commerce, right? They create new conversations that wouldn't have happened, beca but because of your introduction and new business takes place that wouldn't have happened, but for you. And one of the side benefits is every time those two people talk in the future, who are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're top of mind and top of conversation. Well, and, and it's a great thing too, of doing that, just the act of that. I mean, I think it's like when you give somebody a gift, it's like, you wanna see them open it up and they smile and it's great to get gifts yourself, but there's something about that gift of giving and yeah. that same feeling and vibe I found when you're connecting to people that are simpatico and they connect and you know they're, they're, they're vibing and having fun, and then they sometimes go on to do even more amazing things you ever thought, like raising 1.2 million with Mark Victor Hansen, like you talked about in the first segment. You never know who your connection of doing well, of passing on that energy. 
And in the first segment, you know, we were talking about the Wi-Fi connection to higher power or God or that God energy. And to me, relationships are the only way that higher energy can express itself on the planet. I mean, the only way other nature, God, doing good, whatever you want to term that will, the only way it can really show up and express itself is by allowing it to express itself through us. And the way we express ourselves is by connecting with others, our kids, our parents, our family, our friends, our partners, our spouses. And these referral relationships are a way as an extending, extending goodwill. So I always look at it like a, um, a spiritual solution to solving world problems in a very simplistic way. The more and more people I can connect that are like-minded doing good things in the world, I'm hoping that they have abundance from that, not just profit, but abundance. So in the, that last segment, I was giving a little teaser about that of how do you describe in your, when you're talking to businesses about being profitable or these other businesses and or beyond the, the word a profit in abundance, how do you look at that uh, as a, when you say a business is accessible because they're profitable or profitable and abundant, what does that mean to you? Well, so that's a great question. I think about profit and then I think about prosperity. So prosperity and abundance, sort of the same term. I like the alliteration of profit versus prosperity, right? And the feeling of prosperity or abundance is knowing that all your needs are met and that there's more than enough that you could ever possibly experience. And really, it comes back to who you are being and what is it that you want to achieve and experience in this lifetime? right? That's how the you really connect and create with source, with God, however you determine it. But it's all about asking for what it is you really want. I just recently, last month, went through that process and set my goals and intentions for the next 50 years, right? What are the things that I want to do, do, accomplish, see, experience? Who are the people that I want to meet, right? And the last time I learned this from Mark Victor Hansen, that day where we generated those uh, those donations, I bought all of his books. I just wanted to absorb him in. The next week I went to Maui and I spent the time envisioning what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I wrote down 333 goals. And some of those goals came to happen immediately. Like one of my goals was I wanted to meet Bono. Okay. I never met Bono. That was a far out goal. And within six months of writing it down and having a victory date assigned by it, I had met him the same day that my charity had just done a, a big major event with local donors, uh, all to support folks in Africa. So all of that comes from the creation first and foremost. Get crystal clear on what you want to create, what you want to experience, what you want to achieve. And as you ask for that and start to share that with others with an abundant or prosperous mindset, then what you're going to see is not only is the profitability of your company going to increase, but everyone in your organization is really going to buy in because there's a new culture of prosperity that permeates throughout. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. We're going to recap some of that in the footnotes for sure and highlight what you just said. And I agree with you. And I and I, I think your statement earlier in the segment as well about when you're connected to source, your fear is either eliminated or very low. And then you have to ask for what you want and know what you want. Um, and the ability of asking for things like meeting Bono or uh, helping feed children in Africa or finding the perfect spouse or, uh, or you know, creating a technology business, or increasing the profits in my business, or moving to Thailand, or whatever it might be that someone wants to do. The key uh, is exactly what you just said, knowing what it is, writing it down, having it tracking and measuring. And some of the stuff, you being a technologist and being a faith-oriented person, 
those things are so interestingly united to me. It's like when I look at AI now or artificial intelligence, or I look at tech or Wi-Fi signals, that is something that is so remedial compared to what the universe already understands and does and knows. And if we can tap into use that and what you just said of creating the designing the life we want, designing uh, and dreaming big enough to let the fear be reduced by the possibilities that exist, these right. kinds of systems work in in referrals of anything that you do. So ha having this do well, do good, referral, compassionate, uh, charitable thing, and also dreaming big is I love it. I love that you're expressing that. And a lot of times this is st starting out in very small businesses. I mean, a lot of the th people you help are, are solo entrepreneurs. They're small businesses. And some of them are massive multi-million or multi-billion dollar organizations. These principles work in all of those segments, correct? I mean, this Absolutely. is not just limited to small business. And this, have you seen this works in everything? 100%. All of the businesses that I've been involved with have operated under the same universal principles, 100%. Yeah, we've got about three minutes or so left. So I want to do some fire rounds here. But I love that you're talking about uh, some of these principles about, you know, writing things down and, and, and planning your life 50 years in advance. So who are some of your top mentors that you have had in your life that have helped you to get either through books, through meeting, through following, through practices? Give me a few of your top mentors that you love to read or follow. Well, Mark Victor Hansen is my number one guy. He's made the biggest impact in my life. Second to that would be Tony Robbins. I got turned on to Tony Robbins when I was 15 years old. And so I have been on this personal development quest for the last 36 years. And so for me, like what he unlocked and, and really it's about having a bigger vision for yourself and what's possible. And that's what both of those guys have done. I was just bragging about you on a podcast last Friday, Steve. So I count you as one of my mentors. I've learned so much from you over the last five or so years that we've known each other that, that you've been a big blessing. Um, beyond that, I, another coach that I've hired, one of my personal business coaches has been Danny Creed. He was the, the number one business coach for Brian Tracy for many years. And I, I've learned a lot from him. But the, the books, there's, it's so amazing. You know, this book costs $20. Or if you want the electronic version, the ebook, you can get it for two books. Uh, two Hold bucks. that up again. Hold that up again. We've got his book here that you, if you can't see it because you're on a podcast and you're listening versus watching, again, it's Raving Referrals, Brandon Barnum. It's on Amazon right now. And we're going to make sure in the bottom of the show notes, you're going to be able to get to his site, get to his website, buy his book. But all the stuff we're talking about today, much of it is part of it is in this book. And you're going to learn more in this show as well. So keep going. I'm sorry. A few other mentors. And then we're going to wrap up a few more questions. And then we're going to wrap up the show. No, it's, it's all good. And, and really, my point with that, Steve, is that people like you that are out there leading and inspiring others is who you need to get connected with. Find your mentor, find your coach, find the people that really inspire you and motivate you and then learn from them. You know what I, my example on this book is if the paperback's 20 bucks, like the, the ROI on referrals is so ridiculously insane. People can miss out on thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of lost opportunity over their career if they're not asking for referrals and using these principles. So the ROI is amazing. And there's so much great education out there. You just got to find the people that you resonate with and then go learn. And just I love the MLK quote. And I want to close with this is you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. 
I love that. Well, I was going to ask you one more question, but we don't have time and we'll end on that quote because it's a phenomenal one. So I, I don't need to have a bump, but a dump bump. You, you just had it. So thank you, Mr. Brandon Barnum for being on the show, uh, raving referrals, uh, and your entire network, um, HOA.com for associations where you're helping people do this in the real estate space and through associations in the tech space. We will be having you back on again in the future. I'm sure. Thank you for uh, enlightening our guest uh, and thanks for spreading uh, good vibe, goodwill and uh, your Iggy uh, principles uh, with me throughout the uh, show. So thank you. Very hey, much. there uh, it is. There's the book of the Iggy principles. We got both of them up. Very cool. All right. I love thank it. Thank you. It's been my honor and pleasure. Appreciate everything you are and do, Steve. Thank you much. Have a great day. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the Alchemy of Business. We hope you've enjoyed the show today and please stay tuned. And if you like the show, please go in and do a review for us. We always appreciate that as well as the show about referrals. We love reviews as referrals as well. Make it an awesome day and find out how you're inviting your own goodness and greatness into your life. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of The Alchemy of Business with your host, Steve Rogers. If you found value in today's broadcast, please consider liking, subscribing, sharing with friends, and leaving a review. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next Thursday for another episode. Be blessed, and see you soon.